What's going on everybody? Brandon Lewis here. Gonna talk to you a little bit about going going to a new studio. Uh, right now we're in transition. I hope that this sounds all right. Again, Brandon Lewis here with Tennessee Conservative News in an undisclosed bunker where no one can get to me. I hope you're enjoying this broadcast and I can see that we've got people coming on here. It's great to be with you. We're going to be bringing you today uh, the biggest news stories in Tennessee. So let me get right into it. Um, got a lot to cover. Of course, as you know, we recently closed out the legislative session and some good things happened, but primarily uh, there was a lot of disappointment, I think, for conservatives. And if you will, in the comment section, leave where you're watching from, leave what your thoughts are about these stories. Uh, we're going to have a new and improved studio the next time that you see us. Uh, we'll have better audio, better visuals as we try to accelerate our game here at the Tennessee Conservative. And as we go through these stories, if you'll look in the comments section, what you'll see is Jason will be posting these things and telling you exactly what's going on. A couple of quick announcements, and I'm excited to have you here with me. Uh, the first one is to save the date. And I know that I've talked to uh, some of you about this previously. I've even had some folks try to go to the old website and uh, get their information there. Don't do that. It's not ready yet. Uh, it'll be ready next week. But go um, go to your calendars and do mark off the evening of August 19th. That's a Friday. It's going to be in Nashville. And also mark off all day August 20th for the second annual Tennessee Freedom Summit. We already have a great lineup of people uh, that you can um, get to go here people that are really movers and shakers in Tennessee, uh, people that are making a real significant difference. Uh, I can see that we've got information that Tennessee uh, conservative account is posting with Jason behind the helm. Thank you so much, Jason. The second thing I want you to know is that our Rhino report, our Rhino report is about to come out uh, where we tell you who exactly voted how in the Tennessee legislature and if it's in your best interest. We also tell you who are the Tough Tusk Award winners. Now, what's a Tough Tusk Award? A Tough Tusk is when um, when you're a Republican. You know, Republicans are elephants, pachyderms. Uh, this is something I got from Pachyderm Club. Uh, when you have a Tough Tusk, that means that you do the things that your constituents want, and you do the things that are conservative, even if it means maybe you don't get a whole lot of PAC money, even if it means uh, that you have to actually raise money in your district, even if it means you go against the Chamber of Commerce or the NFIB on things like illegal immigration, uh, standing up for medical freedom uh, when everybody else was standing up for control, things like that. And we're going to give you the play-by-play -play on the most important votes that came out of this legislative session so that when you go to the polls, you don't have to, you don't have to be bamboozled by all the stuff you'll get in the mailbox. Uh, you don't have to be lied to uh, when you see somebody in an event. Uh, you don't have to rely upon what they tell you when they speak with you. You'll have the votes right there in your hot little hands. And so that's coming as well. So Tennessee Freedom Summit, August 19th and 20th. Put that on your calendar. Tickets will be available shortly. And uh, keep your eyes out for the Rhino Report. All right, here we go. Let's get right into it. This is the first story. We got seven big ones. I'm Brandon Lewis with the TenCon Big 7 uh, update in case I didn't tell you that. Here we go. So Tennessee House lacks transparency according to investigation. Now we've heard recently you know, with the, with, the, with the incumbent protection bill that was pushed by Republican leadership, that transparency is what they're really worried about up at the State House. Well, let's see uh, what we're going to learn here about transparency. Tennessee House lacks transparency according to investigation. An investigation has discovered a lack of transparency in the Tennessee legislature 
regarding amendments to bills brought up in committee, among other issues. Questionable practices, such as reinterpreting rules or allowing the Republican supermajority to uh, introduce dramatic changes in legislation without public noticing. They're also killing bills in a way that makes it hard to know who's responsible. According to the investigation, committee chairs in the House are deciding whether bills live or die and what uh, they think they hear on voice votes. Now, this has been a very common practice. When you don't want to be on record on how you voted, you use a voice vote. The, you, you can't really tell who voted for what. And uh, we also learned in the incumbent protection bill push that they really like to do things in very obscure caption bills where the public doesn't have a chance to read it. And in fact, a lot of these untimely amendments, the, the people on the committee don't even have time to read the amendments before they vote on it. Like Nancy Pelosi said, you got to vote on it uh, to, to figure out what it is. Read it later. we got a lot of that going on in the Tennessee legislature. And you think, you know, we kept hearing harumph, harumph. we got to worry about transparency. Well, maybe they should. However, Tennessee House Committee rules state that all votes constituting final action on any bill or resolution shall be by roll call vote. There's, it is so hard to figure out who votes how because a lot of times they don't do roll call votes and they should. Next, back to the story. One House Committee Chairman admitted uh, to determine the outcome of a voice vote. He goes by voice level. An investigation also noted that when voice votes occur, the legislative cameras focus on the chairperson alone, making it impossible for the public who may be watching the footage from home to see how members or the committees vote. With a voice vote, the outcomes recorded in the General Assembly website simply as A's prevailed or nays prevailed. That's not transparency, at least not to me. That's my editorializing with no mention of how the individual committee members voted unless they specifically requested their vote to be recorded. Next story, acquired immunity bill passes into Tennessee law without governor's signature. Amazing. If you wanna know how much power the medical lobby has in Tennessee over Governor Lee. There's nothing better than this. According to all data that you can look at, acquiring COVID and, and naturally recovering from it is better than vaccination. It's commonly known that if you fight an illness and you recover from it, lots of variations happen as the virus is in your body. Not only do you get better immunity in most cases from catching the disease, you now have immunity to other offshoots because the virus replicates in your body and your body fights off the replications. Virus strands are very fragile and your autoimmune system has to kill both the primary structure and other structures that deviate. This is common knowledge, but you can't make a bunch of money selling natural immunity, can you? You can't put a bunch of money in your campaign coffers with the natural immunity lobby. You've got to depend on big pharma. You've got to depend on big medicine to fund your campaign, to tell you what to do, to take away the rights and freedoms of Tennesseans. And that's why the acquired immunity bill passes into law without the governor's signature. That's just my editorializing. Let's read the story. Legislation sponsored by Representative Bud Halsey in the House and Senator Joey Hensley in the Senate that recognize natural or acquired immunity to COVID-19 as being equal to getting vaccinated became Tennessee law on Friday without the governor's signature and took effectively took effective immediately. The law prohibits government entities, local educational uh, agencies, schools, and private businesses from adopting or enforcing laws, rules, or practices that fail to recognize acquired immunity as providing a level of immune protection that is at least as protective as COVID-19 vaccine or treat individuals 
with acquired immunity different than individuals who have received the COVID-19 vaccination. Oh, but buddy, Bill Lee doesn't think so. Bill Lee thinks that if you don't take something that's produced by Big Pharma that has possibly uh, negative results, or maybe it's just your conscience, no, not equal, not equal to the pharma lobby, not at all. Now, God's natural ability to heal your body can't make any money off that. Back to the story. Last month, lobbyist Eric Mayo, speaking on behalf of the governor, told senators that Lee had concerns about businesses being put in the situation when they aren't able to make decisions for what's best for their business. And it goes back to tell you this. The Tennessee Republican Party and the leadership is controlled by left-leaning corporations, not conservative primary voters. You can see it in the money that goes into their PACs. You can see it in the money that goes into their campaign accounts. And you can see it on how they vote and what they do when it matters on issues like medical freedom, illegal immigration, school choice, you name it. It's the government bureaucracy. It's left-leaning corporations first. And, and if there's any, any bit left over, you might get a conservative vote out of this guy. Maybe. Lee has chosen not to veto any bills since taking office. The Republican supermajority in the Tennessee General Assembly could override him uh, if he were to do so. Bills he does not sign become law, but without his official stamp of approval. Next story. Tennessee's trigger law could ban most abortions if Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. The Human Life Protection Act, passed in 2019, could criminalize performing or attempting to perform an abortion, except in extreme cases where it is necessary to prevent death or serious or permanent injury to the mother. The law would go into effect 30 days following a possible Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and would make it a Class C felony to perform or attempt to perform abortion. National District Attorney Glenn Funk, name says it all, has said that he will refuse to prosecute abortion cases, obviously uh, wanting to kill babies instead. Nice move, Mr. Funk. Yep, maybe you could look at your kids and grandkids and, and tell them what Papa and Daddy is doing. That's terrible. That's just my opinion. Funk stated that it is more important now than ever to vote representatives into office who will stand firm and protect their constituents from threats and whims of conservatives. Next story. Starbucks sues Tennessee GOP and election officials over removal from the District 5 ballot. I have mixed feelings about this, I'll be honest, and I've been upfront and clear about this from day one. There are rules in place. You, you, in, in the Republican bylaws, you're supposed to have voted in three of the last four um, primaries. To me, it's a good way to figure out if somebody is conservative or not, if they cared at least enough to vote in the primaries. Now, the other issue is a lot of people didn't pay any attention to the last two years because they never knew how bad their government was going to screw them. They never knew. And so they finally got engaged, and now they can't participate in the process because they really weren't awake until all that stuff happened. But the thing that kills me is that that's the only method by which you can run for office as a Republican. And you can't be vouched for, but... At the same time, you have Republicans that are in office, for example, like Patsy Hazelwood, who's going to be my state representative where I'm moving, who has a terrible voting record, votes with Democrats every time it counts, and she had to be vouched for so she could run. So apparently she wasn't a Republican, or Republican enough, but the party won't do anything about somebody that has a terrible liberal voting record. They won't call them out. They won't censor them. There's no mechanism for that when that policy really affects people. So I'm kind of on the fence. On the one hand, I would really like voters to be able to decide. On the other hand, I'm kind of glad they got some rules in place. So I'm torn on this. That's just my personal opinion. Conservative Robbie Starbuck, who was barred by the Tennessee GOP from running in the District 5 primary for the U.S. House, has filed suit against the GOP Chair Scott Golden, Tennessee Secretary of State Trey Hargett, 
and the Tennessee election coordinator, Mark Goen. Starbuck was one of at least three GOP candidates running for Tennessee's 5th Congressional District that the GOP voted out last month to keep off the primary ballot. The GOP also voted to bounce Baxter Lee and uh, President uh, Donald Trump's endorsee, Morgan Ortegas. The lawsuit argues that the Tennessee GOP broke the law by removing them from the ballot and also alleges that it violated the Tennessee Open Meeting Act by voting on the issue in secret. Now, that's an interesting angle. The decision was made by the Tennessee GOP's executive committee, ruling that the candidates did not meet the qualifications to run as Republicans in the primary. GOP Scott uh, Golden stated that the candidates were removed due to the party's bylaws, which state candidates must have cast ballots in at least three of the last four previous Republican primaries. The uh, Williamson County Young Republicans issued a statement disagreeing with uh, Golden's uh, decision, stating that all three candidates are more than fully meet the state party's requirements for being considered bona fide. The group also stated that the Tennessee Republican Party has reduced voter confidence by removing Starbuck, Morgan Ortegas, and Baxter Lee from the ballot, and that they strongly condemn the actions of the Tennessee Republican Party and urge the party to reverse this decision. I don't know that my confidence could have been reduced anymore, to be honest. When I watch this legislative session and I see that they took no action on illegal immigration, but instead put another magnet in place by giving illegal aliens that were approved by President Obama the right to gain professional and commercial licenses, yet they would not do anything about the mass transportation, about the funding of illegal uh, immigrant education, would not put any type of requirements in place for employment. I don't know that my confidence can get much lower. When we have the worst academic performance, kids trapped in failing schools and terrible and abusive environments where they are graduated as functionally illiterate, but we can't pass school choice, not even for the bottom 10%. I don't know that my confidence can be shaken much more. You keep on shaking. I don't know that there's much more confidence to shake out of me right now after this session. Next story, Governor Lee suspends executions to allow for independent review of lethal injection. Governor Bill Lee has halted all executions in the state of Tennessee until the end of 2022 to allow for an independent review of lethal injections. Lee issued a news release Monday morning with the assignment after uh, providing a temporary reprieve last month to death row inmate Oscar Franklin Smith because of a technical oversight in the lethal injection. Now here's something you need to know about Smith. Smith is 72 damn years old. He was scheduled to die by lethal injection on April 21st. He was found guilty on three counts of first degree murder on October 1st, 1989, 1989, 30 some odd years ago, for the killings of his estranged wife and her two sons from a previous marriage. Man takes three lives, worried about technicality 30 years later. That's the criminal justice system in Tennessee, according to Bill Lee. Lee stated Monday afternoon that he was made aware of the issues with the legal injection medication on the day of his execution. How many issues can there be? The governor's offices have refused to answer questions regarding the nature of the oversight, but says that his halt of executions will provide enough time for an outside party to do a complete review and assessment of the process. You know what this is like to me? It would be like if you were going to be killed by a firing squad and there was some lint on the bullets. It really doesn't matter. 30 years later, justice needs to be served in this case, and I don't know why Bill Lee is slowing it down. Maybe you do. Lee said it's very important that every process be followed. We need an independent investigation. Probably need an independent investigation as to why in Tennessee it takes 30 some odd years to see justice done for these three victims. I review each death penalty case and I believe it is an appropriate punishment for heinous crimes. However, the death penalty is an extremely serious matter. I expect the Tennessee Department of Corrections to leave no question that procedures are followed correctly. Next story, Tennessee legislature reaches agreement on campaign finance reporting bill. This is the campaign uh, incumbent protection bill. 
That's what this is. Tennessee's legislature came to a compromise on the incumbent protection bill that will add requirements for political action committees, political candidates, and some nonprofits. No transparency in votes, no transparency in taxpayer-funded lobbyists, no, no caps on corporate influence up there, no caps on whining and dining, no caps on lobbying. They spend $450,000 a year per member lobbying, just lobbying, in their ear all the time, primarily to do things that are against your best interest. But we got time to mess with little old nonprofits like the Tennessee Right to Life, like the Tennessee Firearms Association, Tennessee Stands, Tennessee Eagle Forum. We got time for that, boy. Transparency. A highly debated portion of the bill will require little old grassroots organizations and nonprofits to report expenses of more than $5,000 spent on communication with the image or the name of a candidate on them. Now, you can't say the name of a candidate. You can't put the image out there now or there will be consequences. Last thing we want is somebody knowing how we voted up in the legislature. That's why we vote with voice votes. That's why we sneak in caption bills. Transparency might pass. You can't mention the name or show the image of a candidate 60 days before an election. Lawmakers used a conference committee led by Senator Farrell Hale. If you see Senator Farrell Hale's name on legislation, you know that it's bad legislation almost immediately just because he's carrying No friend to medical freedom. No friend at all when we were going through everything we went through the last two years. Sam Whitson, Republican in Franklin, to determine a compromise between the Senate and the House bill on the final day of the state's legislative session. The revised bill provides exemptions to the rule for nonprofits, including communications to members. Oh, we'll, we'll let you communicate with your members. Yeah. Lobbying during a special session and communications to groups, such as Facebook followers who have opted in to receive communication. Thank you. Thank you. I feel so much better. we got so much more transparency now. Thank you, legislature, for working on these critically important efforts and transparency that have a very uh, almost non-consequential impact on elections. Meanwhile, the other stuff we'll ignore. Governor Lee signed several acts into law. Last Friday, Lee signed legislation sponsored by Representative John Crawford in the House. Joey Hensley in the Senate expressly prohibits an individual who is not a citizen of the United States from voting. People don't come here to damn vote. People don't cross the border to vote. That's not why people come here. People come here for free benefits. People come here for a free education at your expense. People come here for employment. Nobody's coming across the border to vote. I'm glad it passed, I guess, but it's not a solution to the problem. It will not keep one, it will, that will not stop one illegal immigrant from coming to Tennessee, period. Also last Friday, Lee signed legislation rep by Representative Deborah Moody in the House Hensley in the Senate, which prohibits local education agency or public charter school from knowingly entering into an agreement or individual or entity that performs abortions, induces abortions, provides abortion referrals, or provides funding advocacy or other support for abortions. That's a good bill. I'm all for it. We'd have Planned Parenthood try to move into our community here in Chattanooga, quickly becoming, if it's not already, the most liberal metropolitan area right behind Nashville. I guess they see us as a, as a morally corrupt and bankrupt city headed in the wrong direction, so get on the bus. On Tuesday, Lee signed legislation sponsored by Lambert in the House and Jack Johnson. The Senate reinstates a work requirement for most individuals in the volunteer stamp who receives food stamps. The requirement was previously in effect but had been waived during the pandemic. I think it's a good thing. What is it I've heard? Self-esteem comes from doing esteemable things. You should want to work. All right, guys, that's all I got. That is the news. That is the news. A lot of bad news in there, not a whole lot of good news. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Now remember, the Rhino Report is going to come out. No, wait a minute. Jason told me to do something. 
and I didn't do it. He's probably watching me do this. He's like, oh my gosh, he's not even going to ask for money. Oh, but contraire. So, here at the Tennessee Conservative, guys, we bring you news that no other organization will bring you. We're the only organization that covered anything on social media censorship. We're the only organization that is fighting in any significant way against illegal immigration in our state. We are one of the strongest advocates for school choice. We try our very best to keep Republicans honest on their campaign promises, and we try to fight against the corruption caused by left-leaning corporations in Nashville and the bureaucracy that government has created that works against your interests with taxpayer-funded lobbyists. The only way we can do this, and I kid you not, is with your support. Nobody else is going to do it. If you're waiting on somebody else to be conservative in your stead, that's how we got to the point we are, and that's why we have so few conservative media outlets. So when you go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, and if you give any amount, we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative bumper sticker. We will also send you this Please Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker, and we will send you a directory, and I hope this thing changes in the primary of all our state Republicans uh, both at the House and at the Senate level so that when they try to do shenanigans, you can call them and tell them to stop. And when they try to do good things, you can ask them to go forward. And finally, if you get $50 or more or a recurring donation of $10 or more, you will get this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. Now, this tumbler was made from the melted down sword of Excalibur. It has magical properties it will imbue you with superpowers. It will correct all of your vitamin uh, deficiencies. It also uh, cures most rheumatoid arthritis. And um, if you were to, to take this, and if you were to put all the campaign promises in here that are made on the campaign trail, this also has like a Wonder Woman's magic lasso. It has the ability to get truth out of people. If you put most Republicans' campaign promises in here, which would fill it up to the very brim, and you close the lids and you wave your hand over it, and then you poured it out, you'd get about three drops of conservative policy. That is how magical this tumbler is, and it helps conservative messages and news get out there. Guys, I need your help. Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. I'll plainly tell you, last year... We got our taxes back. I put sixty-five grand into this puppy. So when you say, well, I don't have any money I can't give, I'm going to have to call BS on that. Get in the fight. Give today. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. I can't do it without you. Don't wait for somebody else to do it because it ain't going to get done. Love you, mean it. I hope you have a fantastic weekend, and I hope you spend time with friends and family. Stay tuned. Next week's going to be a big week for the Tennessee Conservative. I can't do it without you. God bless. Take care.